You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today we answer the question, do you really need to crush it on Instagram? What does it take for you to be successful in your coaching business? Do you actually have to be an Instagram star to get there? There's a lot of conjecture around this topic and that's why we're discussing it today. I want to help you to get really clear on whether Instagram is right for you and or what your best marketing channel might be and what your next couple of steps need to be to get started. Let's start with some facts about Instagram. It's a platform that more than a billion people use every month. So it's no wonder that people are trying to push us there for marketing. And for me, it feels like every week I get yet another email with a title, Melanie, do you want to crush it on Instagram? Followed by several paragraphs telling me that my profile's great, that I could do so much more and be so much better, that I'm missing out, and that I could create a six-figure business if I just followed their method. And it's happening so much that it's almost a little bit triggering. I want to reply and tell them all to, you know, <laughs> you get the drift. And it's really just that I have no desire to build an Instagram following around my personal coaching business. It's not a priority. It's not who I am. And I might change my mind one day, but right now I absolutely abhor the idea. And I know that it's not just me feeling this way. Further to that, so many coaches that I speak with tell me that they've met a business coach who said that they'll only be successful if they develop a strong Instagram profile or words to that effect. And in fact, you could insert any other social media platform in there because it happens on all platforms. Somebody's trying to push you into using Facebook groups or mastering LinkedIn. But the drive toward Instagram seems to be the biggest for coaches. And today, I really want to question that position. I want to question those people who are reaching out to you and to help you to get really clear on what success means to you and what you will or won't do to achieve it right now. First of all, I recommend that you get clear on your niche and goals before you do any marketing, before even deciding to build a presence on Instagram or any other platform. To do this, you really have to understand your ideal niche client and whether they're even on Instagram, whether they're actually buying anything there, whether they're clicking away from Instagram to people's websites to buy and all of that stuff. You need to know that first. Market research, which is understanding who is attracted to you and whether they will buy from you, is an essential first step. And here's a quick check-in, a quick litmus test or stress test. If you don't know where to find new clients, it means that you haven't done enough market research because you don't understand your niche and their buying behaviours. Makes sense, right? And please excuse the tree lopping noises in the background outside of my control. Before I co-founded Sage Women's Health, we completed about 18 months of market research. You don't have to take that long. We kind of spread it all out, but you do need to get really clear on what people need and want and how you can meet those needs and provide real value. And what does that mean? Well, you have to talk to a lot of people and get to know them and understand what makes them tick and what drives them. So you can have conversations on Instagram like that through the chat function, through direct messaging, or on Facebook, in a group, on a private message, on a page. 
but you can also do that in a face-to-face -face environment or really old-fashioned on the phone or in person. And in my experience, most graduate coaches who want to launch a business don't have a lot of self-awareness about what draws people to them and or they don't have much clarity around who they really want to work with. And these two points are real barriers to taking action because if you don't know who you're speaking to or where to find them, you can't even start. I have seen students go off and do a pile of other training courses rather than trying to figure out their niche or even a target market that they want to work with. And the fact is, until you get clear, you can't market effectively on any channel, including the face-to-face -face environment. I had a conversation with a graduate coach recently who is in a conundrum about Instagram. She's been told that the only way she'll be successful is on that platform. And in some cases that could be right, but there are so many dependent factors that it doesn't necessarily mean that would be the case. So as we were just talking about the niche, this person isn't really clear yet on who she wants to work with or who's naturally drawn to her. So she wants to speak to people face to face or in a more intimate environment to figure that out, not on a public platform. Remember also that as coaches, we aren't selling widgets, we're selling relationships with our client. And most of us feel that the relationship fit has to feel right before we can commit to marketing to a niche. We want to experience working with those people and talking with those people first. And that, by the way, is always why I recommend starting with a pilot program first. Also, you need to be clear on your goals. When I started my coaching business, I wanted to bring in close to 100K per year in a way that didn't tie me to my computer or require me to be on my phone several times a day because I'm not that kind of person. And therefore, neither is my ideal client. I was able to create that business for myself in a seaside country town, even though it's in a remote area and not near a city and in a place where I essentially knew nobody. My marketing approach was different. It was community building, networking and leveraging partnerships. And I know several other coaches who've been successful this way. But if your goal is a global audience, then at some point you'll need to consider some sort of social media platform to reach that goal. And that could be on Instagram or Facebook to reach the female baby boomers that dominate Facebook, on LinkedIn to reach professionals, on YouTube to reach the how-to people, or on a platform like Medium, which is a writing platform. So understanding your audience first gives you an idea where you're most likely to target them and picking one platform first and doing it really well is essential if you're going to go that way. But this episode is about Instagram. So let's drill into it a bit more and ask, well, who uses Instagram? The social media scheduling tool Hootsuite has published a global state of digital 2022 report. And it showed that in that year, most of Instagram audience were millennial or Gen Z. So 30.1% were aged 18 to 24 and 31.5% were aged 25 to 34. So in that 18 to 34 range, we've got 61% of Instagram users and it drops off after that. So from the ages of 35 to 44 is only 16% and 45 to 54 age group is 8%. Still, 
A billion users a month is a huge boast for a social media platform. And that means that even if your ideal client is in Generation X, that's the age group 43 to 58 at the moment, then they are the fastest growing group of users on Instagram. And that percentage of users equates to 88 million people per month. So eight or 16% or in that range doesn't sound like a lot, but it still equates to 88 million people. Another consideration is geographic location and reach and your target audience there. And on Instagram, reaching Australians might be harder in terms of Instagram advertising because the top 20 countries for Instagram ad reach do not include Australia. So it's the US, it's the UK and a lot of other countries have that really high advertising reach on Instagram, but not Australia. All of those stats aside, Instagram is a platform for creative visual people. It attracts influencers who develop a great following because of their beautiful photos or art and people who like images, style, fashion, travel, and those sorts of things. And like any platform, if you want to master Instagram, then you need to have a good amount of skill and knowledge and understanding on how to use and leverage the platform for your best advantage, starting with who your audience is and what they want to see. This is a lot to learn. It's a whole other thing to learn. And that leads me into talking with you about facing your fear. And I think the real thing we need to discuss is fear. And that's because starting anything new has an element of fear and uncertainty about it. And for a lot of the coaches that I'm speaking with, they're facing a whole lot of new stuff that generates fears. For example, they've been in a stable career for the last 10, 15 or 20 years. They have zero experience and confidence with their coaching, starting a business and marketing most of the time. Although some people have confidence in one of those areas, most lack experience and confidence in both areas. In other words, when you start out in a new career and in a new business, you're going to feel pretty uncertain. And whether that's marketing and doing business online or face-to-face, -face, you're still going to have those fears. Some people do a bit better. They're naturally extroverted or self-confident or have some social media presence or skills already and are really happy to fake it until they make it. So they might be nervous but excited about jumping in, into Instagram and giving it 100%. Or if you're not that person, you can jump onto Instagram where you feel uncomfortable. You might, might start making videos and content and using all of the tactics to gain followers. But you might also be facing comparisonitis that most people feel and the heightened anxiety and concern that social media can create. You might feel overwhelmed by being on there all the time. And I guess what I'm saying is that if you're lacking in confidence, if you're a sensitive or very empathic person or quite reserved, not really a social media person, it might be a lot more difficult and confronting to start on Instagram or any other platform. Yes, you could totally do it, but you're going to have to face a lot of fears like showing up on video, coping with crickets, learning how to look at your metrics and stats objectively rather than emotionally, managing your emotional state, and learning how to gauge success with marketing without being buying into that emotion. You might also have to deal with trolls. 
In real life, people are generally polite to your face and they might snipe behind your back. But on social media, we have all these thousands of keyboard warriors who like to cut other people down from the safety and privacy of their own computer. So you need to be able to deal with that too if it comes up. I'm just saying that before you dive in, really think about the kind of person you are, about what you're facing as a new coach and a new business owner in a foreign and potentially uncomfortable environment. It's no wonder that a lot of coaches feel so much anxiety and struggle on social media simply because they're at the start of a steep learning curve in multiple areas and they haven't yet built confidence. They need to trust that this will work for them and in fact they're placing their trust in an external person often such as a business coach and she's been there before and you have to really know and trust that person to believe that the strategy is right for you. Whether you decide to go online or not, think carefully about your next steps in marketing because I would hate to see you falter and give up on your career simply because of the pressure of needing to be on Instagram pushed you too far out of your comfort zone too fast and it all got too much. But if you're excited about diving into Instagram and you don't feel emotional turmoil about getting traction right away or happy to experiment with what works, then it could be really worth looking at it especially if you have the support from the right training course or mentor and there are plenty out there check their credentials and their success rate of course there is a gentler approach to me starting with experience and confidence in coaching and getting clarity on your niche are the better priorities when you're starting out and when you get that experience and confidence with coaching it means that you have done enough market research with those coaching clients to know who your people are and aren't and where you're likely to find them. And so that's going to make it way easier to know what to talk about and which platforms to use for your marketing. A lot of people also find it easier to start coaching and networking in the face-to-face -face environment where they can meet real people in the real world and really attuned to body language, tone of voice, and all of those other live cues to know that what they're doing is working. And they might do that before they go into social media marketing. Or you could be just as successful offline and never even go online. I know plenty of people that have done it. So let's wrap up today's episode. We discussed the fact that Instagram can be a really great way for some people to build a successful coaching business. As long as it aligns with you and your goals, it's probably worth looking at. To be successful on any platform, you need to face a few fears and probably have enough coaching confidence and clarity on who your niche is first. You would also need to fully invest in learning how, that, how to use that platform properly and create a dedicated plan with the right support to set it up and work it properly. And on the other hand, some of us just aren't find that, that kind of person. Some of us aren't the social media type. And just because somebody tells you it's the only way to succeed, it doesn't mean that they're right. I hope this has been helpful and I hope you have a lot to think about. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.